We are in the season of politics. This is a music podcast, so I thought I would combine them both. You know how Al Gore invented the internet? Well, he also invented a rhythm for it, Chris. It's a powerful rhythm. Does it go No. No. No, that's funny, though. It's called the Al Gore rhythm. Oh, boom. Boom. And this is the type of stuff you will not hear on this podcast. Thank except, God for that. Except on the front end. Uh, this is the greatest song you never heard podcast. I am Phil Anderson. Sitting across from me after a summer of being gone is Coach Cock, Chris Cochran. <laughs> that is correct. I will always call you that for the rest of time. Thank you. How's it going? Good. How is it going with you? Living the dream. Have I ever told the story about how I got called Coach Cock? No. Is it, uh, do we have to put an explicit on? No, but you know what I do? My <laughs> phone, you know how you can give your phone a name and yours is always, like everybody's is like iPhone. Right. Mine is Coach Cock. Okay. Because I like the fact that when I get, I travel a lot and I like the fact that when I get out of a rental car, the next person in looks at the former list of Bluetooth so are sitting in a seat from someone who called themselves Coach Cock. Oh boy, that just opens up all sorts and of fun. And it's C-O-C-H, by the way. Uh, well, I didn't write it down as that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I could change that. Okay, oh then. Anyway, it's the greatest song you never heard podcast. We are back in the same area. Yeah. Behind the, on the same table. I know. I know. Uh, even though you as the listener probably don't know that, even though... We haven't had a podcast drop for a week or two, but who's counting? I'm not counting. You're not counting. No, I wouldn't do that. That would be wrong. That would be wrong. Super rude. Well, we weren't even in the same like state for most of the summer. No, but I'll tell you what, to keep on Chris's good side, I would, I would sometimes send him a monkey's moment. Mm, He did. He did. Yeah. So I would just find, it would take me hours to find those links too, by the way. Yeah, I thought they just, I'm like, how are you getting all this in your feed all the time? And I'm not seeing these things. <laughs> On my Google, I'll open up Google and it's either wine or the monkeys or Billy Joel. <laughs> Apparently that's all I look for. You know, we were actually in the same state for most of the summer. Uh, state, state of, of confusion. Mine. State of confusion. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, so yeah, we um, uh, have this little podcast that we share some songs that most people have never heard. That's true. And we're like, why in the hell have you not heard this song? Yes, that's true. And today, Chris is shaking his head, but it's not true. He is bringing a song. I am bringing a song. But Chris, before you even go any further, I would like you to look into that stove to your right. No, into the stove to your right. Oh, like inside of it? Yeah, you'll have to pull the handle. That a guy. And that is for you. That's the best. Yeah. Tell everybody what that says. Uh, so it says North Idaho rejects hate. And it's a shirt that came out while I was gone. And I was I wanted one so bad, but I couldn't go to it. Uh, and the reason that this shirt exists is because North Idaho doesn't actually reject hate. And so people want them to start rejecting hate. Right. Well, I, Is that a fair assessment? I don't know. There are some people that <laughs> certainly um, love hate. But I, I'm all about embracing love. Yeah, you are. So I look about the shirt and I'm like, well, that's kind of... Putting a negative in there, I love but it. I still like it. Thank uh, you. Phil. I got one for myself too, and I got one for uh, Shelly. And oh, fantastic! So there you go. North fantastic. Idaho rejects hate. Real quick, too, before we get going any farther, we have to actually mark the other momentous thing going on. Oh, right now. that's right. Yes. Uh, okay. And, and it doesn't matter to anybody but us who listens to this show, except for maybe Riley. Uh, she would um, be appreciative of this as well. But yep. and fingers crossed, 
we might actually be fans of a baseball team That's that will playoffs. make the playoffs for the first time since 2001. Yeah, and no longer will they be at the top of the list of all major league teams that have been the longest outside of a playoff. Yeah, it would have been, it's the longest major league team in North America to not go to the playoffs. Yep, so we're getting rid of it. We're shedding that quickly. But I uh, posed a bet to Chris. It's a gentleman's bet. Oh, let's talk about that. Oh, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's why you brought it up. Yes, I did. Okay, so they have 20 games left as the ti- at the time of this recording. Okay, there are 20 games left. Yes. I asked Chris to tell me, and I will do the same, how many of those 20 games will they win? So they're at 68, no, 70 wins right now. Yeah. Okay. So 20 games left. How many, basically, so we're trying to decide how many losses are they going to have in the next 20 games? Yep. So you want to say the number at the same time? Sure. Uh, Losses or wins? Wins. Okay. Okay, Ready? Ready? Yep. One, two, three. 13. Now, what did I say? I said you would be one away from mine. You did say that. And I knew you were going to say 13. You I actually it. thought you would say 13 or 14. But I you don't said think 13. I, I just, I think that actually, too, they're going to start playing later in the end of the season. This isn't a sports podcast, but oh, I do it think is right l- now. later in the season, they're going to start not caring about games in order to start stacking up their pitchers and other things like that. So, yeah. So all summer long, we've had this really fun banter about the Mariners and the highs and the lows and and all of this stuff. But what's really funny is uh, Chris texted me a day or two ago and said, you know, this team sets up real well for the playoffs. And I'm like, mm-hmm. With the, the, the caveat of the hitting can go cold. And uh, that worries me because they're going to be seeing some good pictures and things change in the postseason. Um, from what I remember back in 01, when I paid attention about baseball in the postseason, things change. Uh, you don't see the often don't see the 11 to seven games. You see two to one, three to two, three to one, things That's like true. that. Oh, and one of the things I got to do over the summer. We're almost done with our beer. I, I, that you well, brought. we started early. Yeah. Um, I've been watching Mariners baseball since I was a little kid, like since 1977. Um, and I've been to hundreds of games uh, in Seattle, both King, King Dome and Safeco Field and yeah. what's now T-Mobile Park. Yeah. Uh, those are the same place. Uh, and, uh, But I've never seen them outside of Seattle. In fact, I've never seen a Major League Baseball game outside of Seattle until Except this summer. Except this summer. And when I what got to a place, watch them play. What a place to pick. Against the Yankees. And what a game you picked to watch. <laughs> they and, destroyed the Yankees. It was the best thing ever. What's even better is I know you were such a Mariner fan that you would never even leave early. You'd go all the way to the end and just take in the entire game, right? We actually did leave um, oh, one inning early because right? we had to drive four hours afterwards to get home. Four hours, really? You yeah. said you were staying down the block from Yankee Stadium. The night before I did. Okay. By the way, my wife Heidi had never been to New York until that trip. Really? Yes, in New York City. And uh, she didn't like anything she saw in Manhattan. Now, we no. didn't explore a lot of Manhattan, but she didn't like it. But she loved the Bronx. Yeah. Nobody loves the Bronx. She thought it was the like, she's like, I can feel the grittiness and the, and the history. And, the, and I'm like, okay, whatever. That's weird. But Well, so again, thanks for joining us on the Greatest Song You Never Heard podcast. Hopefully you'll go out and listen to the, wait a minute, we haven't listened to the song yet. Mm, we have not. I got a good song for you today, Let's too. Let's bring it on. I'm super excited for this song. This song is one of those songs. This album is in, it'd be close to one of my Desert Island albums. I know every word to every song on this album in its entirety. I had no clue this band existed until I heard this song. Can I ask a question? Sure. On this on this uh, Desert Island playlist, how many songs are on it? 
I my guess is it's how many albums you could carry with you on a plane. Okay. Because then you crashed and landed on a desert island. So five. So CDs. But I don't know because you got your phone now, right? And so yeah, as long everything. as you can figure out how to charge your phone on a desert island, then and you're good to go. Inter- and get the Wi-Fi. I, I often look at it as like 20, less than 20. Okay. That's what I, that's my guesstimate for a desert island list. Interesting. And this is one of those. Yes. And this is the top song off that, that island, that said album. Off that said album. Yes. Yes, yes absolutely. You're teasing it. And this is a song I guarantee you that you've never heard before. And it's one of the greatest songs that you've never heard. Kind of hope it's an Elvis Costello tune. Today's Friday. It is my day to do what I want. Mama can tell me I'm going nowhere. I'm just a prisoner of my fate. Could you come along? Bring me in. Could you come along? Bring me in. Bring me in. Today's Friday. It is my day to disappear. To kings and queens and make believe in the demons in my head. Would you come along? Tell me I'm going nowhere I'm just a prisoner of my fate Would you come along Bring me in Would you come along
just finishing up with some notes here and I will say I really like the song. Um, what I've noticed with the songs that you pick, you have this thread. And let me tell you what I mean by that. Mm. There's a consistency. Okay. They're all good. Um, <laughs> Sorry. That was very arrogant. <laughs> I'll bring some humble pie down a little early, a little later. Uh, the first line of the first verse, today is Friday. It is hmm. my day to do what I want. Mm-hmm. Okay. The first line of the second verse, today is Friday. It is my day to disappear. Mm-hmm. First line of the third verse, today is Friday. It is my day to live a simple life. Mm-hmm. So what I notice is that consistency. Okay. So it brings you back to a... A, a, the line mm-hmm. right and then it's just that few the start of the line and then you change it because it's evolved the yes. song has evolved so the story has evolved but it brings you back to to that one line which i kind of like it builds on it a little bit so i really appreciate that um and the bridge mm-hmm. i love the strings mm-hmm. that came in okay Oh, I can't wait to show you something else. <laughs> okay, so I love the strings there. And then some of the cording on that last verse. Yes. It it went, and I I would have to listen to it again to nail what that different, it, it progressed different than at any time during the it song. Did. And it caught me off guard, which of course I love. Yes. As much as I enjoy being able to predict something in a song like a drum, drum riff or a, a bass riff or something like that, I kind of like that. Yeah. Because it feels like I'm, one with the song. I really like surprises. Hmm. And that one surprised me. So the name of the song is either one of three things. Okay. Okay. And in order. Okay. Okay. Bring me in. Okay. Or give me a sign. Okay. Or today is wine time Friday. Uh, excuse me. Today is fr- <laughs> today is Friday. Close. It's called Friday. Oh, really? My third guess. Yes. Wow. Yes. Um, and the funny thing about this song is it, we are recording on a Friday, so I thought it yeah. mostly appropriate yeah. uh, to bring this song today. Yeah. So Maybe we should drop this on a Friday, too. Oh, we should. Yeah, I mean, you should talk to the producer and see if you can get the higher-ups he, to say. He's kind of a jerk. Well. But I'll ask him. I could ask him. You could. Can we re- um, drop this on a Friday? We can drop it on a Friday. <laughs> do you want to know some more about this song, Phil? No, I think we should move on. Okay. So no, I do. <laughs> there's an interesting side to this song, and I have another thing to play for you here in a second. The interesting side to this song is one of the downsides of always um, available ubiquitous music is that it can change. So what I mean by that is um, recently, as, a, as of the recording of this podcast, there was an album from a song from both Lizzo and a song from Beyonce that used the word spaz in the lyrics. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah. And they've decided to change those lyrics and pull those lyrics out. The albums have been completed. It's all been released. Somehow, magically, they have the ability to pull those lyrics out. So if you bought the CD you'll be able to hear the word spaz. But right. if you didn't buy the CD and you're listening to it only on streaming services, you'll never hear that version again. So I have opinions about this. Yes. Um, first of all, spaz, yeah, I, it's a derogatory meaning now, but it came from spastic, which was the clinical term of someone. Well, you see either what I mean? way, what I don't understand is you don't use a phrase like that and not go, wait, that's derogatory? Right. You knew when you recorded right. that that it was derogatory. So it's really, you just didn't know you were going to get yelled at. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. So James Taylor wrote a song called Steamroller Blues. Yes. And it's a 
real I know you don't like the blues, but it's a really good song. And at the end of this song, um, this will probably slap us with an explicit tag. It's okay. But he said, chicken chucking, motherfucking. Okay. I can't find that version anywhere. Mm. Anywhere. Interesting. Yeah. And so I know it's got to be out there in the ethers, but I can't find it. But to your point, they can strip this stuff out. And yet uh, the the original intent is still there. Yes. Uh, you know, take the statues down, whatever. Yeah. But that's a part of history, you know. And right or wrong, the intent was still that word. It should be left in the song. So the funny thing about this song is... They can is, be canceled then. <laughs> uh, this song was originally released in 2005. And I bought it. It came out on a on a Friday, I believe. And Friday's I was galore. I was riding in the car. I can tell you, there's those songs that you remember the first time you ever heard them. This is one of those for me. I was riding along in the car, and I was listening to uh, Seattle radio station KEXP, which at the time only played the coolest music ever. And Heidi was sitting next to me, and we were talking, and this song came on, and I went shh, and I turned it up. Oh, isn't that funny? Yeah. Yes. And I listened to the entire thing, and I went. I'm going to go buy this entire album. So when this song came out in 2005, there were no subscription services. And if you wanted to buy, most people were buying singles for like a buck 29, I think is what um, the Apple was selling them for yeah, the time. Yeah, that sounds right. And I went and just bought the whole album, Car Blanche, because I was like, if that song is on there, I want the whole thing. And what was your opinion after you listened to the whole album? It's, it's one of my oh, Desert Island discs. I love this whole, there's not a song on this album that I don't love. Nice. It's phenomenal. But the funny thing was I'd never heard of this band before. I didn't know anything, and I bought it like carte blanche. Mm -hmm. So I've been listening to that version that I downloaded since 2005. So a couple of maybe maybe a year ago, I was like, whatever happened to that band? I haven't heard anything from them in a long time. So I went back, and I looked them up, and I don't see anything about their band breaking up or anything like that. And I was like, well, that's crazy. So I went and looked up on, on Apple Music, and the song is now different. It's wow. the same song in the album track list, but there's no notice to why it's different. The album art is completely different. Interesting. And it's been changed. Do you want to hear the new version of it? I do. Okay. And what's the band? Uh, we'll get there in a okay. second. So listen, this is the only thing different at, about the song is the beginning of it. This is the beginning of the okay. song. Right off the bat. Wow. This is new. Yes. This, I mean... And it's mixed slightly different differently too. Interesting. It sounds fuller and bigger. But not this part. This yes. Isn't that crazy? It, it's so interesting. And the weird part is I can't find any reference to it. I can't figure out why they did that. I don't know. There's no like, well, in such and such a year, they decided that they wanted to expand that blah, blah, blah. And like, or got re-released. So if you go there, it still says 2002. You would never know that the original album cover um, even exists. And I, I'll show you so that you can see it, um, what the two album covers look like. Um, you Were you uh, post dinner. both pictures on the website when you yeah. post this? Um, so the band, the name of this band is a band called Gold Spot. Gold Spot? Yes. All one word. And here's where it gets really weird. 
Um, so when I bought this album in 2002, uh, this is what the album cover looked like. Okay. It's a chalkboard with yep. some writing on it. Yep. But if you go today and any of our listeners who want to look up this album and see what this album looks like, I got to go back to the actual um, gold spot. Apple Music doesn't make it easy to go back and like switch between your Apple Music library and the app and the, your library. Uh, so if you go back now and look at this album cover. Talk to Tim Cook about that. This is what the album cover looks like. Really? Yeah. It's like a stylized. It looks like a um, magical uh, it looks mystery like an tour. NFT. <laughs> uh, kind of. It, <laughs> it, like it reminds me a lot NFT. of um, the Yellow Submarine yeah. aesthetic. Yeah. Right? It, not even the same one. And that song, the one with the strings at the beginning, is what's on here. But there's no mention of it. And it still says... Oh, it says 2006 instead of 2002. Oh, interesting. But there's no, I couldn't find anything on that. I'm like, wait, did it get re-released? Nothing. I couldn't find any information on so it. So what we heard was a song on your personal. Yes. Because you have it. Yes. That's another reason to own music. It is 100%. So yeah. let me tell you a little bit about Goldspot. Yeah. Goldspot, you know, the gentleman singing. There's one dude, the Goldspot has been a band that was made up of different lineups at different times. Uh, but there's one guy who's the consistent thread behind Goldspot. And you Phil personally know his work intimately. Okay. Um, a, he was fed. Was, Goldfot was a New York band founded by singer, songwriter, producer, and television and film composer. Say it. Siddhartha Kulsa. Okay. Um, Siddhartha Kulsa um, actually has done work on some things that you have seen, like This Is Us. Yep. He was the composer for the entire series of This Is Us. Have you seen that show? I haven't. Yes, I have seen it. I didn't like it. I'm, really? I'm the outlier on it, but it. It's funny because, just as a side note, every we could not watch more than one episode. Because you'd be weeping. Well, you know, I didn't really weep, but it's one of those things where you're like, son of a bitch, that really sucks. Now, <laughs> can we get a... a it, it, it was really well written, yeah. very well acted, and the music was good in it too. And he did all the composing for that. And there's a couple of songs from Goldspot in... The soundtrack for This Is Us. Interesting. Um, one of them, or at least one of them is a cover. Um, so he did that. He also did all of the composing for uh, Only Murderers in the Building. Okay. The Hulu show with um, Steve Martin and uh, Martin Short. Probably need to, I, you know, I need to just break down and get buy Hulu. Yeah. And he also uh, did all the composing for Fox's Grandfathered. That was, uh, it was like a one season uh, failure, but John Stamos starting Grandfathered okay. as a grandfather. Um, and he had a ton of songs. Uh, Goldspot had songs placed in tons of movie and television at the time, including the movie Run, Fat Boy Run, if you ever saw that. If you haven't seen it, it's a, just a phenomenal British comedy about a guy, big fat guy who decides he wants to run a marathon. Run, Fat Boy, oh, actually, I think I'm, I think I may, we may have seen that. It's such a good movie. They're, they're on the soundtrack for that. Okay. Um, they were, um, they did a cover of Float On from, um, oh crap, why am I forgetting the band's name? Brian's screaming it out right now. Uh, they're a Seattle band from Issaquah. Dang it. Anyway, um, Float On, they did a cover of that for the OC. They've had tons of their music placed and people covering their songs. Uh, but this song is called Friday. It's from the 2005 album Gold Spot. And the album is called Tally of the Yes Men. Tally of the Yes Men is the name of this album. Tally of the Yes Men. Wow. And every song on this album is just absolutely stellar. Tally of the Yes Men. Correct. I got it. That's a good one. Cool That's, spot. You know, it's really interesting because it's not an entirely complicated song. Mm -mm. It 
fairly simple, fairly simple progressions, but the subtleties in the background of those progressions are things that change and are kind of cool. I like the original version better, even though I, I do too. Yeah. I and I too. didn't, I didn't hear the fullness of that second one that you, uh, that you played. Um, and I typically like a fuller, fatter song, yeah. but yeah. So anyway, tell her the yes, man band in the name is band is gold spots from 2005. And it is one of my desert Island discs. Uh, highly recommend gold spot. Every, all their albums, there's like three full um, albums and a couple of EPs they put out. All of them are good. There's not a single one that's bad. Well, uh, this is a great song and very happy that you brought this to the table. Would you say it's one of the greatest songs you've never heard? I think it is one of the greatest songs yes. I've never heard. One of the 60 of them. Yes. Well, 30, because the other 30 I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Well, Phil, tell our listeners how they can get a hold of us. Because we've had, in fact, bef- tell, while you're telling our listeners how they can get a hold of us. You're going to play us out? I've got some listener feedback. Oh, oh, well, well, I, I prefer the f- listener feedback first. Well, no. Well, I got to yes. look it up so you can tell okay. us. Okay, very there you go. So, if you're on the Twitter sphere, uh you can go to at @gsynh podcast. Uh of course on Facebook is the greatest song you never heard podcast and then uh our website, the greatest song you never heard.com. The three places you can always comment and people do. Chris, prove to people that there are comments. I'm still trying to find it. Dang it. <laughs> I've been saving it specifically for this. And I keep, my system is that I keep um, songs. Uh, I keep, I don't know how you do this, but when I have an important email, I always make sure that it has, it's marked as unread. Uh, ah, yeah. So that I can go That's back one. and find it later. Yep. I start my I Gmail And I know that one. this will be at the bottom of my unreads. Oh, there it is. All right, cool. Found it. Um, so, Chris, so, speaking of fe- listener feedback. <laughs> speaking of listener feedback, before I tell you who it is, I'll read the, um, I'll read the uh, comment for you. This is from episode number um, Phil's High Volume Song. This is not an age joke. Okay. I don't know which episode that is. I don't either because the, the episode numbers are not I think this was the one listed. where you were, um, your Vantage song. I think is might oh, have been that's the a one. big bad voodoo daddy song. Might have been. Yeah, great uh, track. Big Phil. time, big time operator. Big time operator. Great track, Phil. I actually do already know this song. I've heard it a handful of times, but not actually sure where. I'm pretty certain this is the Allman Brothers Band version that I'm familiar with. So it wasn't the big bad da- bad voodoo daddies. Well, uh, if it's the Vantage, if it's because that went back yeah. a little while ways, that was Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, and that was an original. But there was the one that we heard from Government Mule. That's who it was. Yes, and that was an Allman Brothers band that never got recorded. They did play it live all right. the time, and that's a soul si- soul shine. If I would have read the next line, however, the Government Mule version is awesome, and I've never <laughs> heard it before. So well done, clap clap. Uh, I've always been a big Black Crows fan, and this gave me that kind of a vibe. Excellent voices, excellent musicianship, and those guitar solos mm. were very tasty. Oh, they were tasty. I really don't have a road trip song because we're either listening to what the kids want to hear or I get my own way and I'm catching up on podcasts. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and that's from our good friend Brian Page uh, oh, from Brian. New York. Or, I'm sorry, the great country of Great Britain. And by the way... Uh, kids are a blessing and a curse. 
Yes, they are. Uh, sometimes I may have or may not have said, "Kids you can't live without, can't live with them. You can't shoot them." I have <laughs> never, I'm sure, said that in public. <laughs> you can't shoot them in public either. No, that's against said, the Phil, law. Uh, thank you for uh, listening to what I feel is one of the greatest songs yeah. you've ever heard. And thank you, Brian, for reaching out. We can always count on him uh, for his opining, and uh, we appreciate that. And he actually just goes to the website and drops the, the comments right there within each song. So you're free to do that too, listener, if you'd like to. He probably uh, does that because he gets tired of me responding on Twitter because I can be a little late. Maybe. It's a side hustle, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, we will see you or hear you or you can hear us rather. Perfect. Next time on The Greatest Song You've Never Heard Podcast. Podcast.